I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends, guys. Welcome back to our slash I don't work here, lady. The place where Karens mistake regular Joe Schmo customers as employees and demand to be served. And in this episode, Opie tells a tale where a teacher basically tries to kidnap Opie's brother and almost destroys her career. Guys, I hope you enjoy the stories today. Don't shake your heads too hard. And as always, you can send or link your post to this email right here. Now, this isn't the craziest I don't work here lady story, but this happened on my way to work and we all had a good laugh after everyone realized what was happening. So here's some background. I work in security. And while traveling to and from work, I tend to have my over-the-ear headphones on with my music pretty loud. The supermarket's uniform is black pants, black shoes, and a black and red polo with a store logo over the breast pocket location. So here's what happened. So I'm on my way into work earlier tonight, and I'm going through the supermarket at the city's train station. While trying to figure out what I'm going to have for lunch or what I'm going to have with my dinner, my headphones get ripped off my head. As I turn to find out what the heck is going on and to get my headphones back, a guy wearing the store uniform starts talking at me in a loud voice saying, Hey, what are you doing? We don't pay you to stand around in the store listening to music. You're meant to be out back dealing with the pallets. They aren't gonna unpack themselves. Now at this point, I was rather annoyed about my headphones being removed. But after he finished, I'm guessing I had the biggest what the F look on my face because he stares at me for about 10 seconds, and then he says, Well, get moving. You can get these headphones back when you finish your shift. And I think that's when he saw the company's logo on my beanie, because the guy gets really quiet, and he starts spluttering, Oh crap, you don't work for us, and I just made an ass of myself. I'm sorry. The guy then holds my headphones out to me, I grab them back, and I told him, No, I don't work here, and I hope that's not how you normally treat your employees. Again, he was constantly saying that he was sorry, that it's been a rough day, and the stockroom was getting behind. Honestly, I zoned out because it's none of my business, and I didn't really care. By now, people have noticed the encounter, and the store's hired security comes over. The guy works for a different company, but he's one of the guys I chat with almost daily on my way to work. So he walks up to me and says, Hey bro, you all good? And I reply, Yeah, the worker dude here just mistook me for one of his storemen, and he snatched my headphones from my head, and he yelled at me before realizing his mistake. Someone might want to get him a coffee, because it looks like I'm not the only one that needs a pick-me-up. So it turns out, the employee was the closing shift supervisor, so pretty much the highest on the totem pole that night. And he went beetroot red when I said this, and he starts trying to apologize again, and I told him, it's all good, no harm, no foul. My headphones aren't broken, but I would refrain from snatching things off people's heads in the future. Myself and the other guard had a chuckle, and the supervisor even saw the humor, and he joined us in our chuckle. The guard then heads back to his post, saying he'll catch me later, as he knows he's not needed. I finish my shopping and walk towards the checkouts. The supervisor's standing behind the tills. He sees me, waves me over, so I walked up. 
the guy rings up my items. And I pull out my card to pay, and that's when he says, put that away, this is on the house. It's the least I can do, after what I did to you. I told him he didn't have to, but if he wanted, I wasn't gonna say no. I then thanked him, collected my items, and wished him an easy rest of the shift. And that's when he said thanks, and wished me the same. So not working somewhere saved me about $18, and I almost wished I grabbed more, but I didn't know it was gonna be free. Now it's not the most exciting, I know, but you read and hear stories of customers confusing other customers for employees, but rarely the manager of the store confusing you for an employee of the store they're running. I hope you all enjoyed my wall of text. So yeah guys, even though the situation was resolved and the manager comped OP stuff, that doesn't get rid of the fact that he sounds like one crappy manager, like putting his hands on staff aggressively, yelling at them, not knowing who his employees are, yikes. And honestly, this could have escalated so fast. And if I were in OP shoes, I might have gone full-blown Karen on this dude, guys, to really drive home the point that he should never pull headphones off of anybody's head. The guy does sound like he learned his lesson, though. So for some backstory, I worked at a few different places before, Walmart being one of them. And I've seen a lot of stuff in the past from all my jobs, and heard it too when I worked at a call center. Here's one story that stuck with me for some time. One day, I'm on a trip with my husband to get some groceries at the local Walmart. At the time, he worked there as an overnight stockman, and I was working at the local hospital cleaning. Neither of us were wearing any sort of uniform. We were just trying to get some food in the house. You know how it goes. Well, as we were passing through the toiletry aisle, we needed some paper towels. And my husband walked ahead to get the brand he likes, which is usually on the higher shelf. As another customer was walking down, I asked him to also grab some toilet paper and some tissues that were close by his paper towels. So my husband gets them, puts them in the carts, and of course I thanked him. Pretty simple, right? Wrong. As he was walking away, the other customer I mentioned coming down the aisle huffed and she snaps her fingers at my husband. Now I don't remember it all, but I do remember a lot of it. The woman basically snaps her fingers, huffing angrily, um, excuse me, I need something from the top shelf, it's over here at this aisle. My husband tells her, oh sorry ma'am, I don't work here, or at least I'm not working right now. Today's my off day, as I work nights, I can however grab someone for you though. At that, Karen growls and says, so you do work here, so why can't you help me? My husband just ignores her, and he goes to grab someone to help this bitchy lady. I, on the other hand, was ticked off, so I say, um, sorry miss, but that's my husband. Even with the fact that he works here, it's his day off, he's not allowed to work off the clock. As I'm sure if you work, they would have the same policy of not working while off the clock. Leave him alone. At that, Karen says, I don't give a damn who you are or who he is, I'm the customer. He's supposed to help me, no matter what. I respond, um, no again, but whatever, he doesn't work here right now. At this point, my husband comes back with someone that can help her, and he says, look, I've found someone for you, he can help you. The Karen says, why can't you help me? You are just effing lazy. The employee tells her, um, he's actually not on the clock right now, and he's definitely not lazy. He then puts on a good customer service smile and says, I'll be more than happy to help you get what you need though. The Karen then sighs impatiently, just whatevering it, and she tells the employee what she wanted, and the employee goes and grabs it. My husband and I thank the employee for stepping in. 
and then we head off, thinking that was the last of it. When we got to the checkout, however, the Karen was up front, with one of the managers screaming and ranting about how my husband won't even help her, even after admitting he worked there. My husband goes over to the manager to resolve things, and that's when she screams and points at my husband. This is him. That's the rude man right here. You need to fire him. He doesn't care about customers at all. Poor customer service. He helped some bimbo, but not me. I then come over as well, as the manager knows me as his wife. At our Walmart, everyone knows everyone, and it's kind of like a big family at the time. And I must also note that I'm not exactly a skinny person. I'm not big either, but I do struggle with self-esteem issues. Being called a bimbo is not okay. My husband tells the manager, I told her I don't work here at the moment, since it's my day off. Then she got rude to my wife too. I just nod and agree, the manager was listening in. And that's when Karen says, no... You said you were working and you worked here. You should have helped me when it was obvious I was waiting for you to help me after your cow of a wife. The manager then says, that's about enough of that, ma'am. This man is not on the clock. Therefore, he does not work here right now. He's got no obligation to help you. Also, insulting his wife is not the way to go to try to get your way. I suggest you leave. You're not welcome at the store anymore if you're going to wrongfully insult and verbally abuse my employees. Hearing that, Karen gets really red-faced and more pissed, and she says, You can't do that. I'm a loyal customer. You can't ban me. You just need to hire better people who aren't such effing a-holes. I want your corporate number. You don't know who you're messing with. Me, trying to be the voice of reason, say, They don't have to give that to you. You were asked to leave, and you're acting like a child. Just go before they forcibly remove you. That's when Karen says to me, shut up, bimbo. They can't make me do crap. You don't know who you're messing with, so stay out of it. The only thing you should do is try working out and eating healthy. Then maybe you'll amount to something. At that point, I just stare at her, trying not to punch her, because words do hurt. But luckily at this point, the manager had called the police and told her to leave the premises as she was trespassing. The woman didn't leave, so the police came and she tried to run, but they tackled her just outside the store and then arrested her for trespassing on property and resisting arrest. I also found out that she was charged with assault and being in possession of illegal substances. And that made my day. F. U. Karen. Once again, guys, we have to go back to the good old rule of don't break more than one law at a time. Like the last thing you should be doing if you have illegal substances on you is getting the police involved. And no, Karen, unfortunately, the customer's not always right, especially if that customer is an a-hole. So this takes place back in the landline days and one phone per household. And it's another wrong number tale. When I was growing up, our phone number was one number from that of the pizzeria one town over. Ours ended in 05, and theirs ended in 04. So of course, we would regularly get calls from people who had dialed the wrong number, which wasn't a problem. We would just explain quickly that they had the wrong number, and they needed to call something something 04 and not 05. They would apologize, and we would never hear from them again. Then, one day, when I was 14 years old, home alone with my youngest brother, we get a call from a guy who wants the pizzeria. So he gets the spiel, and that's it. Two days later, the guy calls again, and we give him the same spiel. One day later, we tell him the same thing. We don't hear from the guy for about a week or so, so I assumed he finally managed to get the number right. Well, it'll come as no surprise, as I'm posting here, that the guy did not. 
So approximately a week after the last call, he calls again. And at this point, the early teen me is starting to get annoyed with this guy because we usually get these calls four or five times a year, but this guy's now managed to get it wrong four times in two weeks. But I still give him the same answer. We are not a pizza shop. But two days later, the guy calls again. And teen me thinks that it's a good idea to actually take the guy's order, as I've joked about it with my parents before. So I do. This was a pickup only place, and I worked in a bistro at the time, so I was good at taking orders. So the phone rings, I recognize the number, so I pick up and say, this is town name pizza, how may I help you? The guy says, yeah, hey, I would like a number 2, a 32, 11, and a 4. Something along those lines. And teen me says, yeah, mm mm-hmm, that'll be ready in 25 minutes. The guy says, great, see you then. The guy doesn't call back later in the evening to complain or anything. He does, however, call back some days later. The phone rings, I recognize the number again. I pick up and say, this is town name pizza, how may I help you? The guy says again, hello, I would like a 2, a 32, 11, and a 4. I say to him, okay, yeah, we're really busy today, so it's gonna be about 45 minutes before it's ready. And that's when he says, okay, just make sure you actually write it down this time. I don't want to sit on my ass and wait again because you can't write down four numbers and a name. I respond, oh yeah, we're so sorry about that. It won't happen again. I've already written it down and we'll start making them in a bit. The guy says, okay. And at this point, 14-year-old me has started to feel kind of bad about this, as I've always been pretty by the book. And straight up lying and causing this guy problems has made me feel kind of bad. Until later the same evening. The phone rings again, and I pick up, and the guy screams at me saying, "Effing, stop that. I know you're not the pizzeria. They told me they never got my calls. I had to sit and wait an hour before I got my pizza because of you. Do you think you're effing funny, you effing a-hole? I say to him, I'm, I'm sorry, I just got tired of you calling all the- th-. And that's when he interrupts me and says, I don't effing care. I will find your house, go there, and beat the living crap out of you. Only children think this is funny. The guy screamed threats at me for quite a bit, so I decided to do something. The guy's phone number was stored in the phone, so it was easy to get his address and identity. And he gets picked up by the police. And he has to explain why he threatened me. But in the end, there was really no evidence to do anything with, so he ended up getting a verbal lashing. And the guy never called for pizza again. So reading this post guys, I just feel bad for the actual pizzeria employees because I'm pretty sure the guy came in and he threw a fit every single time his order wasn't ready because he called the wrong number. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Now, I don't know if this counts as an I don't work here. It's more like an I don't belong here. To start off, this happened over 20 years ago. When I was 9 years old and my brother was 7. Both my brothers and myself were homeschooled and we didn't have regular school hours. As a kid, being around town at Costco, the YMCA, and other places during school hours, we would often run into well-meaning adults, who always assumed that my brother and I were playing hooky. Normally it ends with a simple explanation, and sometimes we had to go grab our mom to validate the story, to whatever adult had stopped us. But this time, it was a little different. A little thing about my brother is he really struggled communicating verbally as a small child, and he was constantly getting into trouble. So I spent a lot of time watching over him as a protective older brother tends to do. So one day we're at a park. We're actually on a homeschool group field trip, so there's a large group of children and adults, and my little brother and myself headed off exploring on our own. What we didn't realize is the park shared a patch of grass with a grade school. Cue the bitchy lady teacher. I can still remember sitting at the swing when suddenly I hear my brother yelling and hear some lady screaming. So I start running thinking, what did he do this time? I rushed over, and my brother's in tears, and he's being dragged by a female teacher from the adjoining public school. Apparently, the kids were heading in from recess, and the teacher assumed that my brother was a student that belonged to the school. So she grabbed him when he wouldn't go with her to the school. I run up and immediately tried to tell the lady that we're homeschooled, and we didn't belong to that school, and they should release my brother. The lady then told me that her name was Mrs. Davis and to not speak to her without respect. At that, I was pretty stunned. I didn't attend public school until high school and most adults were at least polite when talking to me. This lady was something else. She then continued to pull my brother's arm very forcefully, hurting him even. And I looked around and couldn't find any homeschool moms or older homeschool kids who could assist. Several of the public school children start to pipe up that they don't recognize me or my brother and maybe we were telling the truth. My brother's in hysterics at this point and the lady starts to think that maybe I'm playing hooky too. She then starts asking questions like, who's my homeroom teacher? I told her the truth that I didn't have one, that I was homeschooled and to please let my brother go. She then reaches for my hand and I slap it away. Again, I was 9 years old, so I didn't catch all of what she said, but she was in full meltdown about my disrespect. I was starting to freak out too. I didn't know where she was going to take my brother, and seeing him so distressed triggered something in me, and I couldn't let this happen. I look around again, and I still don't see anyone. The lady said some nasty stuff to me, but now she's taking the class and my brother back to the school. And that's when I spot a police officer. It's one of those school resource officers that are often at schools. So during this whole encounter, I've been pretty polite, but forcefully talking to the lady. But now seeing the policeman, I have no shame as a little boy, so I let myself start to cry and act terrified. I run about 50 yards to the policeman. He sees me, and he meets me halfway. I'm screaming my head off. She's kidnapping my brother. That lady is stealing my brother. Please save him. Don't let him get kidnapped. At the time, I didn't quite realize that when I turned on the waterworks, quite a few people at the park took notice. As I'm hurrying back to my brother with the police officer, I can see my mother heading over quickly from the other side of the park. Someone had seen me and knew who my mother was. Me and the cop reached the teacher the same time my mom did, and my mom isn't shy. She grabs my brother from the teacher and screams in her face, Who the F do you think you are? Touch my child again and see what happens. 
The policemen then stepped between my mother and the teacher, and the old bag defended herself, insisting she had confused my brother for another student. The policeman convinced my mother to just take me and my brother and to walk away. My mom is kind of one of those ladies that runs local communities. She ran the homeschool group and so on, and she wasn't one to be ignored. She also holds insane grudges, and she doesn't forget. My mom actually went inside the school that day, and she found the principal Mrs. Davis worked for. My mom then demanded a written apology from Mrs. Davis, the principal, and from some state education official, and who knows who else. The principal then gave her a promise that no homeschool children would be harassed at that park going forward, and that Mrs. Davis would be talked to about this. My brother and I did go back a few times on additional homeschool field trips, but we stayed away from the swings. Too much trouble. Yeah, so I just have to say that even if OP and his brother went to that school, that was definitely not a reason for Mrs. Davis to get physical with them. Now, I don't know how different things were like 20 years ago, but I do remember being in grade 1, guys, and this was back in the 90s, where I saw this one teacher drag a kid back into the school after recess because he wouldn't come inside, and then she shook him because he wouldn't stop crying, screaming at him to stop crying. And I didn't realize this until I was older how messed up that was and how highly, highly inappropriate it was. And I'm sure a lot of you have crazy stories too that you can share about teachers that should not have been teachers. So my parents own a custom frame store that also sells giftware, jewelry, and needlework supplies. At this time, their store was quite large. I'll explain a bit of the layout to help the story. There was a front and the back, separated by a wall with a door. Both were huge rooms. In the front was of course all the merchandise, and in the back was my grandfather. He did all the framing there. In the front, there was a giant counter. The middle had the till, and on each side, there were huge counters where customers could pick stuff for their pictures. It was spacious behind the counter. So on to the story. My daughter was maybe a month old when my grandmother called me asking if I would be able to help her for the day. She had a craft show she was going to, and she needed to pack a bunch of giftware, but she was being dragged away by errands that had popped up. She already had everything set aside on one of the side counters. All I had to do was pack them up safe. I wouldn't have to deal with any customers or store stuff, just packing giftware. I could also bring my daughter, so of course I say yes, as I love helping at the store. The next morning, I get to the store, and my grandma shows me everything she needs packed, and she takes off to her errands. I begin packing, while my daughter sleeps in her playpen off to the side of the counter. A couple of hours later, a Karen comes in, and she begins to look around. I keep an eye on her, because a lot of ladies do steal. But I don't notify my grandfather right away, because some people just look and go. This one unfortunately didn't, and instead, she comes up to the counter saying, Hello, is Catherine here? Catherine being my grandma. I tell her, no, unfortunately, she's out of the store at the moment. However, Kevin, my grandfather, is in the back, and I can go get him for you. The woman looks annoyed, and she nods. I then go to the back and let my grandfather know that there's a customer, and he comes out, and I go back to my packing. A few minutes after, my daughter starts fussing, so I grab a bottle, pop it in her mouth, and off to sleep she goes while drinking. She was crying for maybe 30 seconds, so I give her cheek a rub and go back to packing, and this is when Karen becomes Karen. The woman looks at me and says, You know, you're really lucky that you have such nice bosses that allow you to bring your child to work. Though you and I both know that she should be in daycare and you should be focusing on your job. 
Your baby is a distraction to your work. You can't even help me without getting someone else to do it. Leave your baby at home. At this I laugh and say, oh, I actually don't work here. I'm just helping with wrapping giftware for the craft show. My grandparents own the store. Kevin's my grandfather and Catherine is my grandma. I'm their granddaughter and this is their great granddaughter. The Karen then looks to my grandfather in disbelief. My grandfather then looks back at me with the look of, you know I hate dealing with these people. All I could do was shrug. And then, because the silence was getting awkward, I blurt out, yeah, my grandma Catherine was super excited when she found out I'd be bringing my baby today. At that, Karen goes silent and she goes back to the transaction with my grandfather. I think she was picking up something on hold and then she leaves. My grandfather shakes his head and goes back to framing and I finished packing. I later told my grandma what happened and she laughed. Sounds to me like Karen needs a cup of mind your own damn business, right? Like even if OP was an employee, that's none of your business, lady. The the baby's at work. The owners are fine with it, so leave her alone. But no, we all know some people love starting trouble, guys. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here, lady. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's wonderful stories. If you did, hit that thumbs up. And if you're not subscribed, consider subscribing so you don't miss these crazy stories. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's an r slash entitled People episode, where Karens won't stop harassing employees and getting arrested. The lineup is crazy, so go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.